Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Tuesday, August 6th. Hard Knock starts tonight. I'm watching that. I love John Gruden. He, I'm probably John Gruden's biggest fan, maybe. Bad. Uh, Fancy Football Frenzy. It is your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. Of course, we got the crew here today. The Sharks. So I'm with my main man, Fantasy Taz. Jim Day, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. Unfortunately, I don't get to watch Hard Knocks. <laughs> Why? I don't get that channel. I don't get that. Uh, I, I, I do all streaming now. I cut the cord with cable a couple of years ago. And for the most part, I really like it. But there's no no one complete package that gives you everything cable did. Right, right. I mean, you're better off cutting the cable because it's, oh, it's expensive. I, I, I save about 100 bucks a month. Yeah, you save money. And honestly, you could get like an Amazon stick and get HBO app and get all the apps. And- oh, yeah. No, no. I, I got plenty of stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, it, 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 yeah, the fire stick is what I actually do use. And it's great. You could get HBO on the fire stick. You can. I don't. <laughs> I didn't pay. I didn't want HBO when I had cable. I most, most of the time, the only thing good on HBO is the series. All the movies, it, they, they always keep playing the old movies over and over and over and over. It's just like, ah. Yeah, you're right. Yes. The TV, so, the, the TV and shows. The series, I can, series I can watch online. True, true. Well, if you don't, if you can't catch Hard Knocks, I will let you know tomorrow. I will watch the whole thing tonight. George Kurtz, are you watching Hard Knocks tonight? No, I am not. Like Jim, I don't have HBO either, so uh, I won't be watching it. And uh, I think having hearing Gruden for 10 years on Monday Night Football is enough for me. I don't really need him anymore. <laughs> an hour on my TV. Everybody's great. Everybody's great. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I do still have cable. but uh, Man, we got a border boy that's just awesome, man. <laughs> only, only thing I pay for is sports. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, understandably. All right. So I guess I'll be the only one watching Hard Knocks here. Uh, yeah, John. You'll like, have to fill everybody in. Yeah, I'll have to fill everybody in. But John Gruden, like, you're... I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of John Gruden on ESPN Monday Night. He was hysterical to me. I don't know. There was one time where oh he was God. swinging a weight, and Mike Tarico's right there. Myself. Watch out, Mike, and he almost hit him with a weight in the face. Like, he's an absolute nut job. He's intense. But I, I like that. I think that, uh, you know, he brings something to a football team. He doesn't always make the right decisions, but, you know, I, I think he's a pretty good coach. We'll see. Uh, and Hard Knock starts tonight. Check that out. I think it's such a 9 p.m., so... Anyway, news and notes. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the Miami Dolphins. Wait, wait, I, wait, I got to get one thing out before we do anything else. Yep. Did anybody else see the picture of Antonio Brown's feet? I did not, and I don't want to see it because I heard it's gross. Yeah, you really don't, man. <laughs> what does he have, a fungus? That boy's got layers. No, no, it was more dead skin than anything on the soles of his feet, which, you know, everybody has, but, man, he, he added to a whole new level. 
uh, it flakes and pieces up, off all over the place. Oh, man. They look nasty. <laughs> I heard. I mean, I heard on the radio them talking about it, and they said they didn't want to see it. Good. So they, I was happy not to see it. You know, they, they said they regretted looking at it. Uh, so, but I mean, he should be back. Uh, Antonio, is he back? Is he coming back soon? No, they're, they're saying he, right now they're listing him as day to day. And, you know, even with those, those feet the way they were, with the specialist telling there wasn't really anything big there to worry about, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're, we're going to see a lot of these older vets come up with these little injuries here and there so they can sit out preseason games and yeah. things like that, I think. And this is just another one. Of course, yeah. That's the theme around the league. You don't want your best players getting hurt in preseason. That's a big no-no. Um, another, I think the most interesting thing that I've seen recently around the NFL is uh, Jay Gruden, head coach of the Washington Redskins. And I'm going to ask you guys this. Buy or sell? Gruden saying that basically on his depth chart right now, Dwayne Haskins is third, the third quarterback on the depth chart, Case Keenum's number two, and Colt McCoy, currently number one on the Washington Redskins depth chart at QB. George, buying or selling this? Will Colt McCoy be the week one starter for the Redskins? No, I'll sell that. Uh, hey, they're not practicing that way. Keenum's getting the most uh, reps in practice, so that's, uh, I don't know what uh, Gruden's trying to do there. I get Haskins being third. Once again, you want the rookie to build himself up. You don't want to hand him the job, that sort of thing. But it still wouldn't surprise me by week one if it is Haskins starting. But if it's not Haskins, I fully expect it to be Keenum. I don't think it'll be uh, McCoy. But that being said, I mean, how much worse is McCoy than Keenum? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they're, I they're both really I actually same think guys. McCoy's better. Me too. Keenum, I do too. Me. I'm with you, Jim. I, I know. Shout out to the fantasy exec. Cole McCoy is one of his favorite quarterbacks. Um, I don't. Oh God, I, I yes. think Cole, Cole <laughs> right? He used to love, say, stop Cole McCoy. He just praised him. Uh, I'm not going to praise him like that, but I do. I like Cole McCoy. I think he, you know, he never really got a true fair shake in the NFL. Uh, always changing teams and offensive coordinators and things like that. So uh, I think he it'd be it'd be fun. I'd root for him, uh, you know, as an underdog to to get the week one job. What do you think, Jim? You buying or selling this? Um, I I won't be surprised if he starts this season just because they they have a, a tough defense uh, the first three weeks of the year. They go up uh, against the Eagles in Philadelphia. But then they play the Cowboys. Then they play the Bears. I could see them starting with the the veteran and letting the kid work in. Yeah, you know, probably week four when they get to the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just I think it's funny that uh, he might win out the job. So Jay Gruden, you know, no nonsense. If he thinks that that's the best quarterback on his team going into the season, he will start him. I believe him. Uh, other news around the NFL: Adam Gase says Ty Montgomery could have a big role in the offense. Um, you know, Ty Montgomery, who we haven't really heard of in a while last year, he was on the Ravens, didn't do much for the Packers. You know, he had a couple of flashes. Uh, he's a really, he's a good pass catching back. He's like a hybrid wide receiver. Uh, do you think, uh, Jim, this is, uh, something we should, we should take of note right here with Ty Montgomery or is this, you know, it's not. Well, it could be. Look, it's going to really come down to how much are they going to really feed Bell as much as everybody expects, or do they not give him as much? I mean, he's already out there talking about 500 touches. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Um, so I do think they give Montgomery some work. And Montgomery, we've seen when he had some chances, can be flashy in this league and gives them a little versatility. Like you say, he's an excellent receiver. You know, could do a little bit of everything as well. 
And, you know, right now, I mean, the Jets have made a couple of nice moves over the last couple of days to to, uh, make their offensive line better. So, you know, I I don't know. I I mean, this team is coming into place. I'm still not a firm believer believer in Adam Gaze yet. So (laughs) let's see what happens there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on the Gaze part. All right, heading to break. Right after this, we'll start talking Miami Dolphins football. Your boy, the closer, Jim Day, George Kurtz, Frenzy. Be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. The Morning Line. The interesting part about the New York Mets, they've been on the road more than any other team in Major League Baseball. What you are going to witness over the next seven weeks here is a Mets team that's going to play a lot of games at City Field, and they're going to play a lot of under 500 teams. And you're going to throw out Syndergaard, DeGrom, Stroman, and Wheeler. You're going to give yourself an opportunity to be able to win some games, especially against the lesser competition. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Frenzy Tuesday here in Studio 34. Got the crew. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy the closer. Talking Miami Dolphins football. Last year they went 7-9. I don't know how. 
I don't know how they went seven and nine. Well, they got off to that great start since they had such a kick start to uh, to the schedule. Uh, first watch four or five games were, were pretty easy for them. They got off to a great start and and then fizzled out from there. Yeah, fizzled right out from there. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like Tannehill his numbers weren't so terrible last year uh, when he was playing. And then obviously the Dolphins wanted to go a new route in 2019, and they fired Gase. Obviously got hired by the Jets, and they hired Brian Flores as the new head coach. Uh, he comes from New England as the linebackers coach for many years in New England, and last year he was the defensive coordinator. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl, and the defense was improved. Uh, I'm be, the thing is, I'm not so sure, I'm not so sold and sure that, you know, hiring these New England coaches, these coordinators, is because they're good or... You know, it's Belichick. It's just a Belichick regime. Uh, it's the system that he puts in place. Uh, and the team's also obviously very good. It's well-crafted. So, you know, they, he, they hire Brian Flores. They also, obviously, when a new regime comes in in a, in a coaching staff, they usually fire everyone. Head coach, offense coordinator, defense coordinator. So, new defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, who coached with the Packers for many years and the Giants. Uh, and new offensive coordinator, Chad O'Shea, who was also a New England coach, wide receivers coach, for many years. So, and, they, and they have assistant head coach, Jim Caldwell. Everybody knows Jim Caldwell when he used to head coach for the Colts. They also did for the Lions a little bit. So they, they revamped this coaching staff, got a couple of New England guys in there. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know exactly. Like, New England coaches, a lot of times they end up busting. Uh, look at Matt Patricia in Detroit so far. Uh, Romeo Cornell bust. A lot of these coaches end up not being, you know, as highly touted as they are coming out of New England. So, George, do you think this new coaching staff is going to help this Miami Dolphins team? I mean, they were seven and nine last year. I don't know how much better they could be. Do I think they're going to help them? Uh, in a way, yes, but not in the record. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny, uh, you know. I know uh, Chris likes to do these shows and uh, by order of last year's standings. So I knew Monday was New England. And early this morning, I'm like, who the hell are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, Miami? No, no, no. Can't be Miami. Jets? Buffalo? I, I think I assumed Buffalo. I'm like, no, no. So did I. Traffic. You know, and I'm like, well, who the hell? And I look at the standings. Like, oh, my God. Miami was 7-9 and nine last year. No <laughs> idea how they were able to do that, really. Uh, no idea. This is a bad team. Uh, I think they're still... Uh, you have a tank for Tua, tank for Tua, Taravano uh, next year coming out. I think that's what they're going to be doing here. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on purpose, but they didn't do any much in free agency. Yes, they brought in a new coaching staff, which is, I guess it can't be anything worse than what Gates is going on here, but I think it'll be unfair to judge them this year. I mean, their opening schedule in September is brutal. Baltimore, New England, Dallas, Chargers. Yes, three of them are at home, and Lord knows New England has a tough time playing in Miami in September. <laughs> but, uh... It's it's brutal. It's 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 brutal. What's going on here? I don't. I said I don't think they're worried about this season. I think the season comes down to two things for Miami: one, uh, building up that coach staff and the younger players that are there, and two, figuring out is Josh Rosen the man? You know, if we're going to get the number one pick or a top three pick next year, which I expect, uh, we're going to draft that uh, number one quarterback. I think that's that's their whole goal. It's to be their only goal of the season to get that quarterback of the future. If it's Rosen, who you, you got for a gift from Arizona, fine. If it's not, well, then you know what you do next year. Then Right, right. I, I mean, this team, I'm, the question, like, are they the worst team in the NFL right now? Are they, are they they're bottom five, right, Jim? 
I'd have to say bottom five pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, they definitely have some issues there. But, you know, it, it's so hard to tell, even preseason. We've seen so many teams that just looked like they were going to be so terrible coming into the season. And, you know, they pull stuff off. It's it just, it, it's kind of weird. But, it, yeah, I, I right now I think they're going to be terrible. I don't really want any part of them for fantasy pretty much at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you never know. You never know. And you could always find a, a fantasy gem on really bad teams. Uh, Arizona last year, though, was a complete mess. Uh, David Johnson really was the only one who was relevant, and he had a down year. Um, but let's talk about... So he obviously finished the, number nine. He finished number nine. I mean, David Johnson's just a beast. So <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so you got these coaching changes, losses, additions. They lost, obviously, Tannehill. They lose their right tackle, Jawan uh, James, who I believe is in Denver now. Defensive end, Cam Wake, Cameron Wake, who is an older player. You know, he's getting up there in age, but he was a great defensive end for a long time. Uh, and then they add Rosen, of course, in that trade. Fitzpatrick, two quarterbacks, Dwayne Allen from New England, and a cornerback, Eric Rowe from New England. Those are really their significant offseason moves. It's the quarterbacks. Like, I feel like everybody's kind of writing off Rosen, right? After one season. He was put into a tough situation uh, in Arizona, and I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt here in Miami maybe to give him another shot to be the guy. Uh, And even still, Miami's another bad team. So if he doesn't do absolutely fantastic, we can't just write him off. He's a young quarterback. He's a pocket passer, so he's not going to run much. Uh, I mean, I think he deserves a shot this year for the Miami Dolphins. In the draft, they get Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle, offensive guard Michael Dieter in, in the third or fourth round, uh, Miles Gaskins late as a running back for depth. Uh, and then, you know, last year their defense wasn't good. Their offensive line wasn't good. Coming into this year, they're the 32nd ranked, dead last in offensive line, uh, according to Pro Football Focus. It's just a mess here in Miami. And, you know, honestly... Uh, the offensive line, the team, it's just tough. It's hard to get behind this team. On the O-line, you have Laramie Tunsil's really the only really good one. Left tackle. Uh, Michael Dieter, who's the rookie, is going to start probably right away at left guard. Daniel Kilgore at center. Deion Calhoun and Jesse Davis at right tackle. So, there's not much here. And that leaves us with the fantasy options, the weapons. And let's start at the running back position. And we spoke about this already. You know my feelings on Drake. And you got Drake and Balazs. Really, these are the two guys here. And they might be the only bright spot on this team in terms of fantasy. Because Drake last year ended the season as RB14 in PPR formats. Uh, Balazs has a lot of talent. Um, You know, he's a good pass catcher. Big, strong back. uh, And these guys are going to split carries. And because Drake did well last year, they were a bad team. They were a bad offensive line. And he still did well. I think they'll still be able to run the ball, this team. And they're going to try to run the ball a lot. Uh, so, what do you think? Do you think that even though this offensive line is bad, George, and this team is bad, can Drake or Balage or both have fantasy relevance in 2019? I, like, to me, Drake's a, a flex right now. Balage is a bench running back. But can they be more than that? Well, I mean, who's going to start there, right? That's what we got to worry about first. Who's going to start there? Who's going to be the guy? We'd, le- we'd much rather have it be one guy yeah. rather than some kind of split here. Now we don't know if it's a Balazs ahead or is it Drake. For some reason, they don't like Drake. We've beaten this down before in other shows here yeah. about the, what's going on here. So I'm not going to rehash this whole thing. I think what you said is correct. Once you find out who's going to be the lead ball carry, even if it's a 60-40 split, it's a flex play. 
I do worry somewhat that you're going to want to make sure these guys can catch the balls out of the backfield because we're all saying what a bad team this is. Which means second half they'll be trailing, which means they'll have to throw the ball more. So that's my only concern there. Make sure you're playing in a PPR league. In a standard league, I might drop even down further than that. In a PPR, half-point PPR, I'd be a little bit more optimistic. But neither one more than a flex player, running back three, running back four. Right, right. And right now, as of right now, according to the NFFC ADP, you got Drake as RB24. So that's the back end of the RB2 territory, uh, headed into that flex play territory. And he's 53 overall ADP. So we're talking 12, 24, 36. Uh, fifth round. Talking fifth round here. And then Kalen Balazs is RB53. So much further back. I mean, obviously this is going to change now that there's news that this could be an even split. But he's RB53. He's way behind right now, NFFC. And that's 154 ADP. So uh, I'm assuming, and I, I'm going to say for you, Jim Day, you usually like to go with the value in a situation like this. So I'm assuming you're more in on Balaj because you're getting a meta value. And Drake, no! fifth rounder. You're not on it? No! All right, we'll come right back. We're going to break. We'll talk the rest of the running backs, and we'll get into the rest of the fantasy impact players here in Miami Dolphins. Brutal out there. Fantasy football frenzy on a Tuesday. Be right back. The window for a franchise that's starving like the Cleveland Browns. They're like the underdog. I mean, although they get a lot of hype now, and then you have Odell and, and Jarvis Landry to a lesser extent, and Baker Mayfield. People love to hate those guys, so I guess they're not the Cinderella like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the narrative around the country is that of you want to root for the Bills when they're close to making the playoffs. Working class city, you know, like blue collar type fans. You know, what's not to like there in Buffalo, right? Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Yeah, baby. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to PointsBet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the Seahawks minus three and they cover by the spread by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter promo code GRID and you'll get Two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. There you go. Jim Day reads. Shout out. All right, we're talking Miami Dolphins football here on Fantasy Football Frenzy. Studio 34. George Kurtz, Jim Day, your boy, the closer. And uh, you're talking the running backs, right? Where... Most of the fantasy value on this team is. And the highest, the guy going the highest in drafts right now is, is Drake uh, on the Dolphins because he's going in that fifth, sixth round range. Some people might say it's too early. I got the chat telling me it's too early. I think the sixth rounds are pretty good. I would, I would pull the trigger on him in the sixth round as a flex play. Last year, he ended as a high-end RB2. To think that he ends as a flex running back this year, I think that's pretty reasonable. Even if the touches aren't there, the touches really weren't there last year. Gore, Gore got the bulk of the touches on the ground last year. So now he's gone, and you just got to compete with Balazs. Uh, listen, you could have fantasy value on a team if you're in a committee of running backs, especially if it's just two of them. I mean, three, that's, you know, it's hard to pick who you want in a three-back committee. Uh, don't even get me started with New England, which we talked about yesterday. But Miami, it's a two-back competition really here. And... You know, Drake is the incumbent starter. He should see, realistically, logically, more of the touches than Balash. But we'll see what happens. Obviously, we've got to see how preseason goes and uh, as the season goes on. But I think he's a pretty good flex play. Balash is, is a decent guy to have as a handcuff for Miami because these are the two guys. Uh, I think. If oh you, hell no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? what wait, talk wait. to me, baby. Talk. <laughs> we're, to we're talking about. We we said this already. We think this is going to be one of the worst offenses in the league, and you want to waste a handcuff on this offense? Come on now, that that no way. Don't even think about it. You want to take the chance on Drake? Take the <laughs> chance. You want to take the chance on Balaj? Take the chance. 
You're only taking don't, one. Don't, don't, don't even think about handcuffing these two. It is absolutely not worth it. You, I'm, listen, you might be right. You might be right. I'm just saying. Oh, I am right. I guarantee you. I'm right, right there. <laughs> if no, you're probably right. Um, but I'm saying, like, like Balage, It depends on where he's going, right? Like, so if Balage is going where in a spot where you could get something important that you need for your roster construction, uh, then yeah, don't take Balage. But I'm saying he, there's two backs on this team. One or the other, possibly both, could have relevance here. So if you could lock it up, and I know it's a bad team and all that. There's a lot of negatives around this. Uh, if you get, get him for really cheap towards the end of the draft, Balage, which probably isn't going to be the case, though, then I'd say maybe pull the trigger and grab him because he is the handcuff. He's the guy that's going to – if Drake goes down, it's him. If Balage goes down, it's Drake. That's it. Uh, you know, these you know what? Uh, it, wait, wait. Let, let me jump in here. The, we talked about this just before we went to commercial. I kept saying, no, here's my reason. Balage didn't show me anything last year, uh, not even a little bit. He didn't show me that he has any kind of talent whatsoever. Now, look, it may change. He may come out and do that this year, but he's going to have to show me before I invest anything in him because I literally didn't see a thing about his game last year that excited me at all. So I, I'm definitely uh, he, off of him. It was if a small I'm sample a size. Chance, I, I understand it. I get you. But, you know, it, it's just, I look, I, I just don't get it. I didn't get it with him coming out of college. I wasn't a big fan. I'm still not a big fan. If he proves me wrong, I'm okay with that. I'll live with it. But, uh, you know, again, we're, I'm not going to invest much fantasy-wise in this entire offense. I might take the shot on, on Drake in the fifth round because I still think he'll get a lot of goal line work. I still think he'll get a lot of pass catching. I mean, that, that's how he did most of his damage last year. He had nine touchdowns, caught 53 passes for 477 yards. You know, I, I think he's got that in his game. I don't really see Balazs getting too used in the passing game. Uh, I'm not sure about the, the goal line work, but, man, every time he, he ran into that line last year, it looked like he ran into a brick wall and bounced off um, and didn't go forward again. <laughs> bounced off and then usually ended up on his butt soon after. So yeah. he just didn't show me anything. I'm not, I'm not investing a, a single dime in Balazs. I don't care what happens there. Yeah, you heard it from Jim Day. But you, are, you would invest in Drake in the fifth round, you even said. Yeah, six round. Like, like six round would be better. Six yeah, round. six round would be better. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that Bellage last year had 36 carries, 191 yards, one touchdown. That's 5.3 a carry. Very small sample size, though. Uh, and 11 targets, nine catches, 56 yards. His thing is that he's a, a very good pass catcher. He's, okay? Um, but he's also a big back, 6'2", 230. So he could be a, a pretty useful player. We don't know. He just hasn't had enough playing time to see that. Whereas Drake, we do know. Uh, last year, he played absolutely fantastic, both in the, pa in the passing game and rushing the ball. He's explosive. He's in the 92nd percentile in terms of 40-yard dash, uh, 86th percentile in terms of speed score, burst. Like, he's just an explosive player. The strength isn't as much. Uh, but that's the running backs for you. I, I, I say take the chance on Drake in the sixth as a flex play. That's just my opinion. But let's move on to the quarterbacks, which is the... A real interesting one here. I know it's not doesn't have a huge impact on fantasy because nobody's really drafting these quarterbacks, but I do want to talk about it. So you have Fitzpatrick and Rosen fighting it out. You see different reports. Some people saying Fitzpatrick right now is the n number one. He's playing with the number one team uh, in camp, and you know, Ro but then you have some people saying by the time this preseason's over, Rosen will probably win the job. Like it's just it's up in the air. Now, Rosen obviously has the higher ceiling 
He's the younger quarterback. There's a lot for him to prove still. Whereas Fitzpatrick, we know we're going to get from Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick last year, he started off really hot. He ended up being a surprise QB. Okay? He ended up as QB 27. This year, he comes in as QB 33. 260 ADP, you get him for free. Rosen's QB 30 was QB 33 last year. He comes in as QB 32. He's one spot ahead of Fitzpatrick. George, do any of these quarterbacks intrigue you in fantasy at all? And who do you think wins the job here? Because right now it looks like a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, no, as far as fantasy is concerned, not in the least. <laughs> uh, I mean, this... Superflex? No. And if one was a clear-cut starter... Sure, because in Superflex, you start two, you're a 12 team league, it's 24, it's only eight uh, third quarterbacks. Anyway, yeah, they'd be drafted. But here you're sort of guessing here. I think for the Miami Dolphins, and once again, this has no fantasy impact whatsoever, this whole season should be about the quarterback, which should be about Rosen. You know what you have in Fitzpatrick, right? We know what he can do or what he can't do. We know that. <laughs> you, you got Rosen for a song from Arizona because they want the guy, uh, they want Kyler, Kyler Murray, right? Mm-hmm. You got that. So you got him for a song. You need to find out can he be a franchise quarterback? Because I agree with, I think, Chris, you said it earlier, he sort of got screwed over in Arizona last year, or sort of got screwed with Arizona, period. I know he had a chance to develop there. He's going to get screwed again this year. He is. Because he's not going to get a chance to develop here either, because I think they're going to be bad. They're going to go with Taya and then, or a top quarterback, and then he's out in the wind again with no team. I think it's unfair to him, but I think that's the way it is. But Miami should be playing him from week one. Let's find out what we have here. Because maybe he, oh my God, he can be a number one. He is that good. And then guess what? Next year, no matter what pick you have, the number one, number three overall, I think they're a top three worst team. You can either take the best player on board, not a quarterback, maybe the best pass rusher, best whatever it is, or you trade that pick for a bounty. Because next year is a much stronger quarterback draft class than this year was. So there'll be teams wanting to trade up for that uh, that pick, whether it's a one, two, or a three. So you're still in a no-lose situation here. And if I'm Miami, by the way, I know with the new head coach, this is tough, but you don't want to win this year. We know you're not. A, you, we know you're not a good team. You know you're not a good team. Yeah. You you almost want to tank. Get that pick. So play Rosen. It serves two purposes. You find out about Rosen, and if you're losing games, who cares? You get the top pick anyway. You build up from there. Yeah, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent Listen, <laughs> life's unfair. So yeah, Rosen got a you know a bad deal. Uh, he got drafted by Arizona, who was terribly coached offensively. They had no O line. Weapons were bare. Uh, it's just he got a rough shake. Then he goes to he gets traded, which is very discouraging for a new quarterback after one season as a rookie on a horrible offense. Very discouraging thing for him to face right there. Goes to Miami and another horrible team, another horrible offensive line, bare bones weapons. Like the, the, it's just a it's a raw deal for him. Uh, last year he. At 393 attempts, 217 completions, 55% completion percentage, bad. Uh, threw for almost 2,300 yards, 11 touchdowns, and 14 picks. Now, Jared Goff also had a horrible rookie year, and everybody was bashing him or overlooked him or whatever. And now he's a top 10 QB in fantasy, right? Yes, things changed. Sean McVay came along, revamped this offense, brought his genius, and brought in guys, Brandon Cooks, uh, you know, Robert Woods, you name it, Cooper Cup. So the weapons are there for Goff. That's the thing. That can make the difference for Rosen. If Rosen is on a team with weapons, he might be a good quarterback. We don't know. Uh, we have well, to see. What do you mean? He's out. got plenty of weapons. He's got Devontae Parker. He's got Kenny <laughs> Stills. 
Oh, he's got weapons out the wazoo. Well, we're going to talk about those weapons <laughs> after the break here, uh, which is Kenny Stills is the number one wide, de facto number one wide receiver there in Miami. Uh, you got Parker, who's a first-round pick, guys. First-round pick years ago, and he's been a bust, really, uh, his, his career so far. Now, he might have gotten a bad shake, too, because or a raw deal, because you know the quarterback he's been working with all these years are Matt Moore and uh, Ryan Tannehill. And Devontae Parker is supposed to be a deep threat. But we'll get into it uh, coming back from the break. Talk about these wide receivers and tight ends. And then we'll break it down and everything a little bit uh, as we return. Fantasy Football Frenzy, Jim Day, the Taz, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Venture. We'll be right back. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. <laughs> Friends. Yep. The best friends forever. I love watching Philip Lindsay run. I mean, he runs. Awesome. His hair's on fire. I mean, he's a maniac. He's got a lot of hair, too. Completely, More hair than you, Ewa. Completely unaware that he's five foot ten and 160 pounds. Reminds me a lot of Derek Ward. A little bit ran like a damn lunatic. And I believe the Denver Broncos are going to be very effective at running the ball. The case against, who knows who's going to carry the ball. Is Lindsay going to be the pass catcher, or do they hire Theoretic for no reason whatsoever? It's very confusing. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back on a Tuesday. Fantasy football frenzy. On a Tuesday. We're talking Miami Dolphins football. It's not good football. Bad football. I mean, this team is bad. I'm sorry to Miami Dolphins fans, but they're bad. There's no options here. Uh, there's very few bright spots. But we're going into the wide receivers and tight ends. Can we find value here? Let's dig through this mess and see if we can find some value. Kenny Stills is the wide receiver one right now on that team. You know, a lot of people like him in fantasy. A lot of my friends, uh, you know, they end up taking him late in the draft because he goes pretty cheap. This year, well, last year he ended up as wide receiver 54. This year, wide receiver 64, he comes in at at a 182 ADP. So you're getting him for real cheap. Uh, and he is the wide receiver one. So he should be owned in that sense. Uh, and then you got Devontae Parker. And you have a bunch of other guys behind him. They just signed, obviously, Alan Hearns. They have Albert Wilson. There's this kid, Jim Day. Preston Williams. Undrafted, uh, undrafted rookie. Okay? And shout out to Frank Stanfield who pointed this out to me. Shout out to the BFFs. Preston Williams looking really good in camp right now. Uh, and he's been working with Rosen with the twos. And they're hyping him up right now. He could possibly take over a role as a starter, maybe above some of these guys. Uh, so that's the wide receiver court right there. George, is there anybody here that you know, really stands out to you that you wouldn't mind having or could become a flex play in fantasy? Can any of these wide receivers do that in 2019? Well, you mentioned uh, Kenny Stills is actually a decent play, and we keep saying they're going to be trailing in the second half, so the opportunity yep. should be there. The question will be, can the quarterback get him the ball? Well, quarterbacks, as far as Fitzpatrick and or Rosen, get him the ball here. He's a big play guy. He's made big plays. I, you know, I like Devontae Parker as far as I think the, the guy has talent. We just haven't seen it on the football team, or at least not consistently on the football team. I remember last year as a Cowboy fan when the Dolphins were thinking about trading a receiver before the Cowboys got Cooper. I wanted the Cowboys to go after him because it, you know, it wouldn't cost much. I didn't think more than a fourth-round pick at most. and Even that one, it might have been steep. Because uh, obviously the Cowboys needed that help. I think the guy has talent. I think he just stuck in the wrong, with the wrong quarterbacks, the wrong system, whatever it mm-hmm. might be. That being said, fantasy-wise, no. Once again, dartboard throw late to see what happens. This is his breakout year. Okay. But it's hard to see anybody truly breaking out in a passing game here for a team that we expect to be really, really bad, regardless of how many times they have to throw the football. But we've seen Fitzpatrick before. If he's the starter, he's going to throw the ball down the field. He'll, may, he'll throw three interceptions a game. Yeah. But he'll, he's not afraid to take chances and throw the football. There could be some value there, but they're late picks, reserve guys, flex at best for stills. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I, as a fantasy owner, I think you want Fitzpatrick as the quarterback. Uh, if you're a fantasy player who, you know, uh, is looking to get a piece of Miami's 
offense. I mean, you're not looking to get it, but let's say you draft Kenny Stills late, you know, as a flyer or Parker or whoever. You want Fitzpatrick, I think, because, listen, over these years, George is right. I think Parker got a bad deal because Tannehill can't throw the ball deep. Matt Moore throws, you know, lollipops. I mean, these guys don't throw the ball deep and, and they, they don't have no velocity on their throw. Now you got quarterbacks that could absolutely sling it. So this could be a pretty surprising year from Devontae Parker or Kenny Stills. I think you could go either way here. I, li- I like Parker personally. He's got that, you know, the metrics I like. He's 6'3", 215. He, he's got talent as a first-round pick. Uh, the thing is, he hasn't been as competitive as you want him to be, and he hasn't been the go-to guy for those quarterbacks. Maybe this year he can. Uh, he's also sometimes afraid to catch the ball in traffic up the middle. Uh, I've seen that before. So he's supposed to be a guy that could get contested catches, be a red zone target and stuff like that, but he hasn't proved it. He's been hurt also a lot in his career. Uh, It's tough to trust him, but that's why you're getting him for a discount. Jim, anybody here that you like that that stands out to you in this wide receiving core? I like Albert Wilson. Uh, Put your thing down. Put your mic down. Oh, can't hear you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> um, I like Albert Wilson, except he can't get healthy, can't get on the field, and can't stay there when when he does. I think a kid could be an excellent receiver. Just man, and always fighting some kind of injury. Um, you mentioned Pe- Preston Williams. He is definitely getting a lot of camp hype right now, mm-hmm. and he's one of your guys too. He's six five two eighteen, uh, runs a four five three forty. So why do you get you know, undrafted? Not, uh, had some off the field issues. Um, yep, you know, I- including one for domestic violence. So that very mo- well could have played into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the kid, he's still raw, though. I like him more in, in a dynasty league where I'll grab him and hold on to him. I don't really think he makes a huge impression this year uh, unless, you know, Parker and Stills get hurt. And then he, he's forced into the role. But outside of that, I do like him, you know, taking a shot on him late in dynasty drafts. But outside of that, I don't like him a lot this year. He is still very raw. Raw, yeah. So Albert Wilson would be the guy. He's a he's a guy I like, but he's just he just can't get on the field, and even when he does, he can't stay there. So yeah, I won't be drafting him either. Uh, you know, I, there's just there's plenty of possibility here. I just I'm not buying into it. I think this offense is going to be terrible. Yeah, it's tough to buy into the Miami Dolphins 2019. I'll tell you right now that Devontae Parker is actually going ahead of Kenny Stills in drafts in NFFC ADP. Right now, Parker is wide receiver 62. Stills is wide receiver 64. So you're getting these guys for real cheap. If you want to take a shot, by all means. Stills and Parker, I think, are going to be the guys that probably get the most volume in this offense. Uh, and if Fitzpatrick is the quarterback, I think there's a shot that you could get some value out of these guys. Uh, I, Parker, especially in best ball, I think is a good pick late in drafts because you don't have to worry about when you're starting him and this and that, when he's going to go off. He'll plug in when he does have those big games. Same for Stills. Uh, well, if you're going to do that, I'd rather take Stills than Parker. At least Stills has made those big plays. He has. You know, you're he right. had six touchdowns last year. Parker still only had one. Yeah, Parker had a bad, bad year. The year before was better for Parker. I think he had 57 catches. Uh, and I actually had him that year. I, he went on a stretch for four weeks where he was like, catching six or seven passes and like 70, 80 yards. He'd get you over 10 fantasy points in PPR, which wasn't bad for three or four weeks in a row, and then he got hurt. So there goes that. (laughs) I mean, you got to always worry about something with these guys. They're not worth the risk. And then we end with the last position here, 
in Miami. Tight end. It's another, uh, you know, dumpster fire here. You got Mike Gusecki, who was a first-round pick, highly touted tight end, but, you know, right currently going as tight end 24, uh, 211 ADP. You get him for free. Uh, you know, there's no hype around it this year. You got Dwayne Allen there now, too, who might actually steal some targets at the tight end position from Gusecki and from the rest of the team. That's not what's happening so far. What's happening so far, Jim? Give us the scoop. So far, it seems like Nick O'Leary is the guy that's moving up the most in this tight end grouping. Nick uh, O'Leary? Been, yeah, Nick O'Leary's been, been having a good camp. Uh, they're talking him up. Um, you know, and they got this other kid, Durham Smythe, that they're talking up a little bit too. But I, I wouldn't put too much into that. He's more a blocking tight end. And that's what, ultimately what he's going to do on the field. He's a good blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see him doing much else of this. But, uh, again, I, I think there's a chance that both of these guys see the field, and because of that, I don't think either one of them has huge fantasy value. If anybody's going to su- be su- you know, the surprise, it's going to be Kaseki. He was a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Many thought he would jump in, and, and Gaze just used him to block uh, for whatever reason. He didn't right. get him into the, the running lane. So we'll see if that changes this year with a new coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like Miami hasn't used their tight ends in, in years. You know, the, uh, I think previously they had another tight end who was kind of touted. Uh, I forgot his name now, but I remember him in fantasy drafts. People used to like him. He would get her injured a lot. Uh, it's just they don't use the tight ends. Maybe with a new regime, new, new quarterbacks, things could be different in Miami. But with, like we said, this team is too bad all around to do much in fantasy. You really want to target the running backs, maybe Drake in this f- fifth or sixth. Uh, maybe you want to take a shot on Balazs late, Stills and Parker. The quarterbacks, you don't even want to touch as backups. I mean, that's how bad it is. You don't even want these guys as backups. Like, there's so many good backup quarterbacks that you could get that are better. Tom Brady is going as QB 20. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, forget the Miami Dolphins. I'll end with this question. Not about the Miami Dolphins, because they're boring me. Um, So, I don't know if you know, in baseball, you guys know about swag. The guy who has the most swag in baseball is Javier Baez, hands down. I mean, everybody knows this. Who has the most swag in the NFL, George? Boy, there's a question I did not see coming. Yeah, right? You like that curveball? The most, it's got to be a wide receiver. Right. Right? I mean, it has to be a wide receiver. Um, It's a tough question. The first thing that comes to mind is Brown, but I don't know if I'd say swag on the field. Beckham, he's certainly there. Brian in the pit says OBJ. He yeah, could, Beckham has certainly got to be there. I, I think I might have to go with him. I might have to go with OBJ Be- yeah. myself. Yeah. Be- Beckham's got that flamboyant swag, you know. Uh, you know, colors. He's colorful. He's also a brat. But Jim, who's got the most swag in the NFL, Jim? Uh man. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anybody outside of OBJ that outshines him that way um yeah no i can't think of anybody else brian in the pit shout out to the pit brian says zeke i don't think zeke has swag uh, first of all zeke with the cutoff with the with the crop top shirts that's like my negative 20 swag right there right, that, i'm sorry stop. that's negative 20 that's gotta stop that's gotta stop that crop top stuff ain't working zeke i'm sorry <laughs> that's not working uh I, I like um i mean aj green got some swag Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton's got some swag. Cam Newton, yeah. Baker Mayfield's getting up there. 
Yeah, hey. Baker's another one. Yeah, really. Yeah, and he brings intensity, which adds to the swag. I think uh, also Juju. Juju's got some good swag. I like his swag uh, on Pittsburgh there. The yeah, young- but his swag yeah. is a different type of swag. He's not He's not trying to get in, in your face with his swag. He he does it as a very natural thing. He's trying to be very down to earth while he does it. So, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it, it's not really in your face swag. Right, right. It's not like that. You're looking for that flamboyant swag. Like Javier Baez has tattoos. He wears all these arm sleeves. I'm sorry, who's that? Tyron Matthew. Tyro, oh, that's a good one. Ryan says, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. Yeah. You know, he rocks his hair blonde and stuff sometimes. He's got swag. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I don't, know, I don't think OBJ has the most. Because he, uh, he gets negative points for being sometimes a little too over the top, I think. Tries too hard. You got to have that natural swag. You know what I mean? Uh, it's hard for me to say. Maybe, maybe Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray coming into the league, he's got the dark visor going, right? He's going to rock the dark visor, which we haven't seen in a while. Uh, you know, he's got the speed, the dynamic ability, the big arm. That all adds to it. You know who has a little swag? Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. I mean, he's, you know, not, it's not out there swag, but when you see him, you see him in interviews and you see him in the field, he's got a little bit of swag too. Eli Manning probably has zero. <laughs> zero swag. On, the, on a scale of zero to 100, Eli Manning is a zero. Any last words, guys? George? Before we end the program here on a Tuesday. Don't believe all the hype about what's going on with Ezekiel. He's going to hold out for the year. The Cowboys will work that contract out. Cowboys will work it out. All right. I mean, it's a scary situation. And he should probably drop down to at least the fourth running back on your four horsemen list. In, that, in the top four in the draft. Yeah, he should be at least there. Maybe even put David Johnson. I don't know. We'll see. Jim, any last words before we go? No, I agree with George. He's going to be ready for week one, Zeke. There you go. There you have it. From the two Sharks, Jim Day, George Kurtz, Zeke will be ready for week one. You heard it here first. For the closer, Jim Day, George Kurtz. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll talk Buffalo Bills. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. See you next time. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, 
Everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com I'm gonna miss you Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy I didn't want it to end The offensive line the team, it's just tough it's hard to get behind this team on the O-line you have Laramie Tunsil's really the only really good one, left tackle uh, Michael Dieter, who's the rookie, is going to start probably right away at left guard. Daniel Kilgore at center. Deion Calhoun and Jesse Davis at right tackle. So, it's not much here. And that leaves us with the fantasy options, the weapons. And let's start at the running back position. And we spoke about this already. You know my feelings on Drake. And you got Drake and Balazs. Really, these are the two guys here. And they might be the only bright spot on this team in terms of fantasy. Because Drake last year ended the season as RB14 in PPR formats. Uh, Balaj has a lot of talent. Um, you know, he's a good pass catcher, big, strong back. Uh, and these guys are going to split carries. And because Drake did well last year, they were a bad team. They were a bad offensive line, and he still did well. I think they'll still be able to run the ball, this team, and they're going to try to run the ball a lot. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think that even though this offensive line is bad, George, and this team is bad, can Drake or Balaj or both have fantasy relevance in 2019? Uh, like, to me, Drake's a, a flex right now. Balaj is a bench running back. But can they be more than that? Well, I mean, who's going to start there, right? That's what we got to worry about first, and who's going to start there, who's going to be the guy. We'd, le- we'd much rather have it be one guy yeah. rather than some kind of split here. Now we don't know if it's a Bellagio head or is it Drake. For some reason, they don't like Drake. We've beaten this down before in other shows here yeah. about the, what's going on here, so I'm not going to rehash this whole thing. I think what you said is correct. Once you find out who's going to be the lead ball carry, even if it's a 60-40 split, it's a flex play. I do worry somewhat that you're going to w- want to make sure these guys can catch the balls out of the backfield because we're all saying what a bad team this is, which means second half they'll be trailing, which means they'll have to throw the ball more. So that's my only concern there. Make sure you're playing in a PPR league. In a standard league, I might drop even down further than that. In a PPR, half point PPR, I'd be a little bit more optimistic, but neither one more than a flex player, running back three, running back four. Right, right. And right now, as of right now, according to the NFFC ADP, you got Drake as RB24, so that's the back end of the RB2 territory. 
heading into that flex play territory. And he's 53 overall ADP. So we're talking 12, 24, 36. Uh, fifth round. Talking fifth round here. And then Kalen Bellage's RB 53. So much further back. I mean, obviously this is going to change now that there's news that this could be an even split. But he's RB 53. He's way behind right now NFFC. And that's 154 ADP. So uh, I'm assuming, and I, I'm going to say for you, Jim Day, you usually like to go with the value in a situation like this. So I'm assuming you're more in on Balazs because you're getting a mental value. And Drake, no! fifth rounder. You're not on it? No. All right. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.